Hello, so this podcast is going to focus on who I am, my alters, and I am going to give an introduction of my alters as they are of today, Um, because when you have disassociative identity disorder, there's no telling exactly how many alters there are, so... Um, As for now, I only know about three, so I am going to introduce those three as well as um, introduce myself as the host, and I am also going to um, give a definition of what DID is and also explain what you can expect from me. in these podcasts Um, as also um, if you look at my blog you can also find out a little bit more about who I am and um, what I go through on a daily or consistent basis so let's go ahead and get into it my name is Lynette and I am the host. I'm a 34-year-old solo mother of one and a small business owner. I am very new to this diagnosis and have been dealing with PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder and schizoaffective bipolar type disorder as well as chronic anxiety. Um, Disassociative identity disorder is pretty much where uh, it's similar to multiple personality disorder, except it it comes with amnesia. you pretty much disassociate um, disassociate um, with your body and mind. Um, you could put, you become completely different people. Um, from your mannerism to the way you speak to the way you talk, the way you act, your memory is different. Uh, you don't remember a lot of the things that you did when you had a switch and you became one of your alters or one of your alters took over. A lot of people say that they have a system where all of their alters um, kind of like congre- congregate. I don't know too much about that per se because like I said I am new to uh, finding out that I do have this disorder and that there are alters that represent who I am and protect me or defend me. Uh, so that's very interesting. Um, my PTSD comes from childhood trauma, which uh, could also be associated with the disassociative identity disorder because DID for short 
comes from childhood trauma. And it's not just one childhood trauma. It's a long line of childhood trauma. So anyone can have childhood trauma. um, But it's very rare that someone has this disorder in particular. There's less than, I believe, 30,000 people in the U.S. that has this disorder, or 300,000. I forgot exactly which one, um, but you can Google it, and it will definitely bring up that number for you. Um, when it comes to disassociative identity disorder and PTSD, the reason why they go hand in hand so well is because it's traumatic, it's trauma. It's very trauma based. So, uh, whatever you went through, regardless if it was physical or non physical, it could be very traumatic to a child. And um, if it's too traumatic, it can create disassociative identity disorder as well as PTSD. And a lot of therapists seem to misdiagnose that because of the age. Um, It seems to be a very common practice to diagnose children with Um, schizophrenia or ADHD or something of that nature um, because it just feels safe. Now when it comes to DID and PTSD, I wasn't diagnosed with PTSD until I was in my um, probably late 20s. I was just diagnosed with disassociative identity disorder back in February of 2018, which is this year. And the reason why I was diagnosed with that was because I met the criteria. Like every single bullet bullet point, I matched to a T. Disassociative identity disorder is not something that you can just fall into or something that you do to yourself. Like I said before, it's brought on because of trauma done to you. So it once again is just like someone is taking your innocence again. So um of course when I was told about DID I felt betrayed, of course, because, you know, it's not something that you can control and it's not something that you wanted and then you can't get rid of it. Um, I also um, have schizoaffective bipolar type disorder as well as chronic anxiety and my anxiety is pretty much related to my PTSD Um, when I get very very anxious um, it can happen at any moment it doesn't really have to have a trigger which doesn't really help 
so my PTSD kind of kicks in and I start to panic even more causing me to have a anxiety attack my schizoaffective bipolar type disorder um they said that the reason why they're sticking with that um is instead of schizophrenia or schizophrenia is because I function a lot better than a lot of um, schizophrenics and I don't seem to have a lot of the auditory or um, uh, visual hallucinations that a lot of people do that have um, uh, schizophrenia. I do, however, have mania and I am very manic. (laughs) I can stay up for days and then I can be out for days, which I did find out was a part of the DID um, because apparently I have a switch and then a altar takes over and I... I thought that it was one of my altars that I'm going to talk about soon, but I found out that it might not have been her, so I'm still working on that. Now, at first, before I was diagnosed with DAD, I was under the care or treatment of a epileptologist and an epileptologist specializes in epilepsy and seizures and things of that nature um so we thought that (laughs) i was having seizures um not your typical well-known seizures but um, petite mild seizures or absence seizures where you don't necessarily fall on uh, phone at the mouth or um, collapse and, you know, lose functions and everything like that. Um, but it was more of the blackouts. Um, uh, you don't really necessarily black out for too long. It's kind of like someone snaps into your back, you know. It's pretty strange, and it's very, very exhausting, Um, but let's get into the introductions. So, you've met me, I am the host, Um, but there's also a protector. My protector has been there ever since I was a little girl. And she became my defender. And yes, she has gotten me into a lot of trouble. Um, But of course, I did not know that that's what was going on. I just accepted my punishment um, because I was there. Now, whether or not I could stop what was happening... 
is completely irrelevant, apparently. But Aya, Aya is my protector. She is the one that will tell you off if you um, hurt me or become a threat to me. She will eliminate that threat at any cost. So, when I say that I am not a violent person, it's true. I am not, but Aya is. Aya will... Do whatever it takes to make sure that I am safe and that I am not hurt. So, it doesn't matter who you are or where we are. Aya will do what Aya is made to do. And that is protect me. Ayana, on the other hand, is humbled and she's airy and she's bright she likes to dance and she is all about being happy and bringing that balance that I need so much in my life I just was introduced to I don't know if he's really younger or older but I just got introduced to this guy who's a who's really nonchalant and um, sarcastic and very petty and his name is Jason I believe and um, we don't really talk much (laughs) I just get this down feeling when he's around and um, I get this feeling of just I'm so over it Like, I just want to quit. I want to give up. I just want to die. You know, he gives off that feeling. And that's a horrible feeling. I hate feeling his presence. Because usually he takes over and then I become a downer. So, those are the three that I know of so far. Um, I'm not really 100% sure of the ages of my altars, but um, I wanted to give you guys a kind of like an insight of what DID is, my diagnosis, and um, what I have to deal with. And I will be back with another tomorrow. Uh, I do have to update my website and um, post a blog as well. And um, I will be back tomorrow with more information. So if you like this, subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for more updates. Have a great day and happy Mother's Day.